Welcome, everybody, to the GBO podcast, where we're talking Gamecock basketball only, brought to you by Modern Exterminating. We know what bugs you. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, man, we are back. How are you doing? I've never been more excited for basketball season after a sport that's currently in progress has crapped the bed. Yeah, this is we can be optimistic about something, man. I think I would say that majority of football fans are looking forward to basketball season. <laughs> when when is the last time that's been true? It's been a while, or yeah. I guess since Will Muschamp, because everyone hated him. Yeah, but that was but those were the dregs of late year Frank Martin, you know. Like so, maybe they weren't looking forward to it. I guess we weren't looking forward to it because we knew what we were gonna get, right? <laughs> but I'm glad to see it's basketball season. Women have had an exhibition game. We are in, we're in basketball time. In the next week or two, you're going to see basketball on TV a lot, and I, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah, and uh, it's 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 very exciting. And in addition to what you're talking about, about the fan base kind of being down, guess what we get to talk about today? A sport that we're always good in. The winners. We get to talk about the winners. And that is and that is what this this podcast is going to preview. Uh, this is the women's basketball preview that that we're going to be doing today, talking about diving into this women's team. And you know what, man? Unlike last year on the preview, we got a lot to talk about here because we don't really know anything, do we? We have a lot of players. A few that have been on the team, but haven't had to shine or play heavy minutes and all this year. It's pretty much a new team from the four previous years. And and so we're gonna we're not gonna talk a ton about the outgoing class as great and wonderful as all of them were. And as 36 and one, four straight final fours. Uh the national title. Uh, as freshmen got robbed of a national title as uh, as the number one overall team in the country. Um, but if you want to hear us talk about what the freshies mean to uh, mean to this program, you can dive back to the just just find the pods after the national title game. And, and it's nothing but love for for all of them. But uh, but yeah, but so this team is replacing Boston, Beal, Cook. Amahair. I'm leaving one out. No, it's Boston Bill Cook Amahair because Raven Johnson was the was the fifth starter and she's right. she's returning. And then and so they're basically losing four of their five starters, and then they also lost Cooper and um, and Victoria Saxton. Correct. The fifth year senior Saxton. That's right. That's right. And Victoria Saxton. And so basically all of their other, their entire starters with the exception of Raven Johnson are, are gone. And, uh, and also that Georgia tech transfer from last year is gone too. So they're replacing like, they're replacing like seven players. um, The majority of our scoring is gone. Yeah. And, and like, and, and like, uh, Amherst came off the bench, and um, and like it, it's just it, tons of minutes. It, it, it's wide open. It's wide open. Is basically what this this season is. We and don't we know what we're gonna see, and I'm very excited about it. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think it's I think I think there's watch. gonna be 
so many Carolina fans are going to go to some games they probably wouldn't have went to before because they were going to be blowouts or didn't even know the players. So I think a lot of those games that might have been lightly attended in the last couple of years, I think there'll be a lot more fans because they want to see the new team. It's a whole new team. 11 scholarship players. Which is which is which is light, isn't it? It's light because we missed out on a few transfers and they went to another SEC school that we'll get into. And then we had um and then Cooper transferred transferred late in the game too, and they didn't replace her either. And so and so yeah, we, we it's what 13, 13 available scholarships. I know that's for men. I think women are around there, or it might be a little bit, maybe 14, but they're missing a few spots open. But I'm fine with that because at the end of the year, you'll have transfer season that occurs. And and here's the other thing about the about this team versus um some of our other teams that we've had. Um all these all these women can play. They're all talented. They're all five or four stars. They and they are itching to go. Like like they are they are ready. They're ready for minutes. I know Bree Beal's ready for some minutes. You know, like like they they've been waiting for this for a while, and uh, and so I don't think us having eleven is going to be any issue whatsoever. Well, let's get into the roster. The star of this team, and I think preseason, it's not hard to figure out who the star is going to be. Camilla Cardosa. I'm assuming she'll get preseason SEC player of the year. And if she doesn't get it, it will be up there in the voting top two or three for that spot. She really, it, it, it's been awesome watching her develop. So she transferred, she's actually not a Dawn recruit. She transferred in from Syracuse after her freshman year. And, um, and just, she was, she was very raw as a sophomore and she started last season. It felt like it was more of the same. And then, you know, Bryce, all of a sudden, it just started coming together with her. Like, she she just started making, like, feeling more and more comfortable, more and more comfortable. And it got to the point where we put her in the second quarter, take Boston out, and, they, and they'd take their starter out, and she would just and, – and, and she would just take this team to another level. There was a very little drop-off with her, and she got a mean streak near the end of the year where she was pretty dominant, and she got the ball within two feet, three feet of the basket. It was getting kissed off the glass and going in. Yeah. But, and then with her, you got a transfer we had come in, Pow Pow, which is a great name from Oregon, 5'9 guard. I think she's going to play a little two guard and point guard, depending on her and another recruit full Wally we're about to bring up. But it'll be interesting to see Pow Pow, three point specialist from Oregon. I think she's going to have a big year and we're going to need her to because you can say after the last couple of years, outside of free throws, which has always been down with Dawn, three point shooting has never been the best. I think Pow Pow is going to give us that legit score from three that's proven it. And D one games, and so then then we've got we've got four or five returning players, depending on how you want to count kits. Uh, we've got four or five returning players here that have been with this team for a while, and that I think it's going to be fun to see what they are as juniors uh, when when basically the car keys are being handed to them, and that's Bree Hall, Saniah Fagan, Raven Johnson. Um, and um, and Ashlyn Ashlyn Watkins and Chloe Kitts are all returning. Are, are all all were bench players last year. Well, Raven started second half of the season, but 
but all young. They're all juniors or sophomores or juniors. And they're kind of going to like, obviously we got Cardosa very excited about pow pow, but they're going to be the, 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 the core of this team. This, the, the, those, those five or six right there, just, uh, and, and I'm really excited about all of them. I, I cannot wait to see them get more minutes. I think Bree Hall could be a star. And she showed it in big games last year, even like that Stanford game on the road, big threes and that late in the game. We we don't beat Stanford without Bree Hall coming into the game. And it's going to be interesting to see how good she is with the minutes that she's going to be playing. Instead of eight to ten minutes a game, she's going to be playing 20-plus minutes a game. I think Sanaya Fagan has a ton of upside. Oh, man. Um, you know they talked last year, and even Boston said it, that she was the best post player on the team. And Boston yeah. is saying that. It, it, it might be, you know, and, and I mean, I mean, the, she's been practicing against Aaliyah Boston, her freshman and sophomore year. Like, like what, what she, more can you ask? And practicing against Cardoso, too. It's not like there's much drop off. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like like maybe the two best bigs. Well, one of the the best player in the country and then maybe the second best player, at least in the conference, top five big in the country in Cardoso, you know, like it's it's going to be. Yeah, it's it's going to be great. And don't forget uh, about Sakima Walker, the Juco transfer that came in, started at Rutgers, went to Juco, national champion in Juco. I think she can be the backup center between her or Fagan. They probably will play Fagan at the four is what I've kind of seen. But curious to see how she blends in with the team um, senior there. So she's got experience, but not in power five D one. And then we got, a, and then we got a few freshmen. All right. We got a few freshmen that are coming on and uh, we got, you know, uh, Tessa Johnson uh, apparently can shoot the ball. She's from Minnesota, four star. Um, What's up with girls from Minnesota that are able to shoot the three? I, I, I mean, like, you all that you just know that Paige Beckers is from Minnesota. That's correct. I just had and, to say. And so, like, like the small sample size here, like, <laughs> if if Tessa Johnson is as good as Paige as Paige Beckers, we're in business. Love uh, that. But uh, but so, commercial. Um, uh, Sanaya Ja uh, uh, out of Florida. Obviously, Chloe Kitts. The, obviously, I said depending on how you want to count her, she right. she's returning. She played a little uh, in the second half of the season. She reclassified. And enrolled early, and they went ahead and put her on the team. But you got the star of the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just so excited, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm like, like, Malaysia Full Wiley, Keenan High School, y'all, Columbia, South Carolina. And she's 5'10 and she can dunk. She dunked in high school. And and in addition to that, what else can she do, Bryce? She can shoot thirty foot three pointers. She can shoot thirty foot three pointers. You like, think her like, and Michi practice together to get ready for the season? I would love. Like if we did Midnight Madness, Malaysia Full Wiley, which and we're doing, the Garnet and Black half court three point shot. That would just be amazing. The Garnet and Black Midnight Madness. I don't know if it's at midnight. I need to see the time. It's on Wednesday night this week. Oh, so we are doing it this week. We are doing it. Uh, I, I, I'm not on the ball, man. Still, I'm still in off-season mode, I guess. Um, but Full Wally, I think she is going to shock people. And when I say shock people, it wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me if she goes into games against UConn or LSU and shines. Y'all, y'all, I'm just saying this right now. Buckle 
up, Gamecock fans nation. I've never seen this so much hype in the preseason. I, I, I'm since so Boston, excited. Since Boston I'm, coming in, this is the I'm, hype around. I'm so team. excited. So, like, 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 folks, folks, y'all were th- th- there's th- there's this crew of people. They may or may not be listening to this podcast. It might just be our diehards. I, I, I mean, we got a we got a strong. A group of women's fans here that, that that listen to the pod and 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 uh, follow us on Twitter, but uh, but there's always a group down the stretch. Once we get into the NCAA tournament, around the Elite Eight, Final Four, they start tuning in, and then they have opinions about this team that they've been told is great. And one of the things in last year's Final Four run that they had was that the team couldn't shoot. Okay, and they hadn't watched the team all year. The three-point shooting was not the team's strong suit, but free it didn't matter. Free throws were not the strong suit either. Yeah, and uh, neither were free throws, but it didn't matter. Um, and um, and those fans are going to be pleased, Bryce. They're going to be pleased with this team. Well, so, if we have a team that can make buckets, make jumpers, make three-pointers, it's going to be a fun year. And it's going to be cool because it's going to be coming out of. Can you say it's coming out of left field with all these five stars? It's it's not coming out of left field. It's just a shift. The team is we're gonna like like the. I mean, for four years now, we've been watching like the team's been even even their freshman year. You know, like Boston was starting. I think Cook was starting on on that Ty Harris team. You, you know, when they were freshmen that that we lost to COVID. Like, like they they had an identity, and and they've been this team, you know, rebounds, defense, wear you down, make you play off forty minutes, and you know, kill win, you in the second half, kill you in the second half. Just just by the fourth quarter, you don't want to keep playing. You know, that was that was that identity, and this team is going to have a different identity. It might have it might still have some of the same identity. You know, you, you know, I'm I'm not saying we're going to be worse on defense or anything, but I'm just saying it's going to have a different identity. As as our friend Keith Allsap, friend of the pod would say, when when referring to Bree Hall, it's going to be go is what it is. Like that's what <laughs> this team's going to be doing out there on the field. On the floor, they're going to be running, they're going to be shooting, they're going to be driving, and they're going to be scoring. All right, Sumter, let's talk. What do you think our projected starting lineups are going to be for the year? So we've got a little bit of insight to this because there was an exhibition game yesterday, and uh, and, and I think, and you and I have been kind of talking about it on pods, and that basically broke exactly how I think you and I expected it. Right? Obviously, Cardoso is going to start. Raven Johnson's going to start at the point, right? Correct. And really, it's just who else starts alongside them. And it looks like, uh, and Dawn went with Pow Pow, Rehaw, and Sanaya Fagan. I like that's that's who's going to start. That's who's going to start in Paris. Okay, like like that's that, that that's who it's going to be. Those were you, you know Brehaw and um, Brehaw and. Um, was like the biggest minute getter off the bench when the rotation shortened, you know, she, she always went to Brehaw. Pow Pow's coming in from Oregon. She's got, she's, she's a bona fide player. 
Um, she'll she'll be a leader on this team, and uh, and so I think she, she's going to start at um at she, she's going to start at one of the guard three spots where whatever you want to call it, and then uh, and I mean Fagan, as you said, Boston claims she's the best um, post up player in the country. I, th- th- that's the starting five. I think it's pretty clear. I think that's what uh, had had we not had the Rutgers exhibition, I think that's what we would have said. And and that you and I would have agreed on. And then the backups off the bench, you're going to have freshmen coming in that at least they don't have to start, which I like. They're going to be coming off the bench that can give you fresh minutes. Um, and you see Watkins. I think Watkins is going to be that person that comes off the bench that brings the heat, brings the power. Um, I mean, Chloe Kitts, Walker, she's the only one that hasn't played, I guess, she played early at Rutgers and then Juco, but we have our bench players. Some of them might be freshmen, but we got some experience or at least talent wise coming off the bench that I don't think it's going to be too much of a drop off, even no. with all these new players. I'm excited. To, I, I think, I, so I think we're going to see um, it. It depends on how, it depends on how Don wants to use kits. Cause kits, how tall is kits? Six, two, six, three. Yeah. She's, she's tall. And, um, and, but, but she also can shoot or that's like what, you know, that's what we hear is, is that she can shoot too. And so it's, it's going to depend on how Dawn wants to play kits, but I think, I think it's going to be a strong kind of three girl rotation at the four and five between Cardoso, Fagan and Ashlyn Watkins. And then you put Ashlyn Watkins there. And Walker in there, and I think Kit's going to yeah. play the three or a little four if you need her to. I think Ashton Watkins going to play a lot of minutes, and I think Schema Walker's going to play some minutes. Like like if if Cardosa and Fagan are playing thirty minutes a game, you you, you know the you got what a total of eighty minutes in the two spots. If if um, if Cardosa and Fagan are playing fifty five to sixty of them, uh, Watkins is going to be playing. 15 to 20 Walker's going to be playing five to 10 of those. They also might go big. Like I could see them. I could see them playing Fa- Fagan Walk- Walker, excuse me, Fagan Watkins and Cardosa at the same time, man. Watkins is going to abuse some people. Fagan is athletic three. enough that, yeah. that I think she could play in there at the three. She could what? guard a three, you, you know, like I think they could go big, put kits in there. I think they could also put kits in there and go small, like just be like truly bombs away, like Cardosa and four shooters. And then again, we've obviously played our hand here about who we're excited about, but the six, the, 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 the first person off this bench for the, for this team, who's going to play the most minutes of anybody on the bench. It's going to be full Wiley, man. I think full Wiley is going to start. By the end of the season. By the end of the season. Well, I it is possible. It is possible. I'm not I don't know how bold I want to go on this, but it is possible that Malaysia Full Wiley is the best player on this team. And I if she started, let's say, over Pow Pow or even over Johnson, it's not going to be drop off. She I think she's gonna be that good towards it, the end of the year that you're you're gonna have to play her and start her. And even if she's not the best player on the team. She's going to give us some heat check moments, man. 
where where like like she's gonna come in and and you're just not able to take her out. It's just like, yep, just 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 leave her in, just let her cook. You know, like it's gonna be. It's I'm very excited. Let's talk a little bit about this Rutgers game that that we had. Okay? Speaking of cooking, when you score a hundred points yeah. against a Power Five school, even though I don't know why Rutgers is in the Big Ten, still don't understand. It's a pretty and, good sign that you can score a hundy in an exhibition game against a D1 team. Yeah. Um, I mean, it they got started in typical in typical fashion here. Like what what was it? 21 nothing before 21 nothing before Rutgers said, you know what? You have to score points to win. Yeah. Rutgers scored what six points in the first quarter. Um, it was blowout party. They, they beat them. What was the Final was like 100 something to 155. So, um, obviously, they're gonna this team, this team is still good. If anyone is worried, if anyone is worried about the quality of team that they have that they're returning, this team is going to beat up on weak power five opponents. Like that's like still going, going to happen. That's still going to happen. Okay. Now they might not only now they might not go undefeated in the regular season and only lose one game. That would take a bold prediction from one of us. Yeah. Like, like they will probably lose some games, but but they are, you know, they're not gonna go 30 something and one like the women did the past two seasons. Why not? What? Why not? Why not? They might. That'd be more impressive if they somehow pulled something off like that. That would be. I'm getting so excited. I know. So excited about this team. So I will say this, Sumter. Who has who played the most minutes in that exhibition game? Don't look at the. Don't look at it. I just looked. Uh, I just looked. But I knew the answer. I knew the answer. Full wide played the most minutes. And Bryce, what'd she do? Shot a lot of threes. And what else does she do? She shoots 30-foot Michi three-pointers. She's she's Michi, baby. Like four for nine from three. Like uh I'll take anyone making four threes a game. I take that any day. Four four for nine. Yeah. I mean, like, like that's better than 40% shooting nine a game. But there's something that we do need to talk about. This team can't make free throws. That is true. Okay. All right. And it's nothing new to South Carolina women's basketball. It's really a South Carolina basketball epidemic. Maybe it's maybe it has something to do with the Colonial Life Arena. You know, like like it it it's because the men can't make them either. You know, maybe, maybe they, we only recruit girls that are and guys that can't make free throws. Yeah. Where do these other uh, kids, where do these other kids go? To make free throws. I don't understand. UConn. They go to UConn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, but so, uh, but guess what this team can do, Bryce? They might not be able to make free throws, but what? Guess what they can make? Layups. But well, that, yes, yes, you 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 got ahead of my point here. They can make layups. Yes, Cardosa is going to be. They're going in. Cardosa was eight for eleven from the field. Cardoso shot 75, better than 75% from the field. If she kept that up all year, it's going to be an SEC player. Yeah, that's going to be national player of the year. I mean, 75% from the floor is national player of the year. Uh, 
but what else can they make? Or what else did they make in, in Rutgers? They made double-digit three-pointers. They made double-digit three-pointers. They made double-digit three-pointers. They went 10 for 27 from three. Now, I've got a question for you. You ready for this? I'm ready for it. How many times last season, in the entire season, did the Gamecock women's basketball team make 10 three-point shots? My guess is one. You are correct. Can you name the game? I can't. I cannot. Arkansas. Ooh, against a team that was probably going to make more threes than us, but we beat them by a lot, which means they didn't make a lot. So, so, so this is Arkansas at Colonial Life. Beat them ninety three sixty six. How right? many threes? Ten threes. How many did we attempt? Thirty one. 34. Yeah. 34. They shot 34 threes. Okay. What's that percentage, that Matt? You're made, the math man. What's the percentage? And they made 10 of them. That's, that's 29 and a half percent. All right. Volume right. shooting. The volume shooting. Okay. Now, this is this is actually really funny. I don't know if this means anything. Uh they shot 27 threes against Rutgers. Okay. okay. Obviously, I just named the Arkansas game. Right. How many times last season did the Gamecock women attempt 27 or more threes? They did it in the game against Arkansas. Outside of Arkansas, I'm going to say zero. Okay. That's weird how you said that because they did it one more time. Ooh, that's close. At Arkansas. Wow. Yes, it's very strange. Did they uh, they inspired us from all their three-point shooting. You know, what what must have happened and this is ringing a bell. Mm-hmm. I bet there were some Aaliyah Boston triple teams. Ooh, which that happened a lot. Yeah, I bet there were some Aaliyah Boston. I bet I, I if I if my memory serves me correct, Arkansas like was the, like isn't there a picture where like the whole team is guarding Boston? There is a picture in that game. I remember that now. Yeah, but but so at Arkansas, uh, I think it was UCLA that did a lot of the triple and quadruple teams, just too. Um, so the the um, so the 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 ten that they made was in the SEC tournament. Excuse okay. me. So it wasn't at Arkansas. So it was in the SEC, Neutral. the 10, the, the ten that well, they made. Kind of a home game in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, it was in Greenville. And then we played Arkansas at home. They shot 33s. I want you to take a guess at how, much, at how many they made. Three. Five. Wow. Five for 30. And so the point here is, is that we've already seen the blueprint of this team. Defense wins championships all the time. It does. It does in until you know Caitlin Clark. Until there's a special crazy. team that exposes you yeah. every now and then. It, it can't be. It's hard to be perfect, even though the team last year was pretty close. Yeah, yeah. But so, but so anyway. So my point here being that the takeaway from this exhibition game is that this team is going is is that there is a green light. All right. Um, uh, Bree Hall was two for four. Pow Pow was two for six. Full Wiley was 
four for nine, and Tessa Johnson was one for five. Those those four are going to be firing the basketball at the like like if they are open, those four. It, it is clear to me that those four have a green light. They are going to be lighting it up. Y'all, they're going to go in. I think they'll go up at a higher volume this year. But the one thing you can't take away from the exhibition game is rotations of the players because it was a blowout. We didn't learn of who are the eight players, who are the nine players, or does Dawn play all 11 of them? Honestly, honestly, it was a very classic Dawn Staley against the weaker power five game. There is nobody better at getting 10 minutes a game out of 11 or 12 players. It's hard to do. There's a finite amount of you know, there's a finite amount of minutes in a basketball game to play 11 people, 10 minutes or more. You, you know, Sanaya played 10, Sakima Walker played 11. Everybody else played more than 15. You, you know, like, like that's, that's hard to do. And it so like um, she would have made all the ha- uh, parents at a church basketball game happy. If, if, if yes, 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 yes. She, she would, Church basketball parents would love them some Dawn Staley. I was a church basketball coach, and I only played the best players 95% of the time because that's how you win games. But You know what, Bryce? Dawn Staley plays them all, and, uh, and she wins, wins games. That's why she gets paid a lot more than I do. That's, that's right. <laughs> more reasons than one. Or just gets paid in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a question for you. What's that? Did you go uh did you go undefeated in the regular season of your church basketball league ever? Never. 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 Don Staley's gone undefeated in, in the SEC, playing the hardest schedule in the country. <laughs> well, you mentioned the schedule. Let's get into it. Paris I'm assuming, baby. Sir, I'm assuming we're playing a lot of ranked teams this year because the AP poll came out and we are number six. Of course. Now, now I first have a question for you. Okay. Are you punching the double like extravaganza ticket here? Take the wife to Paris, sneak in the women's basketball game November 6th. No, we decided not to go. We do have a young child still. Yeah, yeah. Pre pre kid, Bryce Hedgecock would have been all over. And I bought it for our sponsor, uh, you know, president of Modern Exterminate. Him and his wife are going, but courtesy of the GBO. The the GBO will be in will, will be present. Will be represented in Paris. I um, have it. I have the receipt of the tickets bought. <laughs> I, I don't even want to know. I, I I don't even I don't even want to think about what I would spend going to Paris to see this game. But I will say this: everything's going to be expensive out there, except for the ticket. The tickets were only ten dollars a piece. Ten dollars or ten euros. 10 American dollars, whatever that transfers into. 10 American dollars. All right. Well, so anyway, so 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 basically talking about the schedule. Yes, we're playing some ranked teams because that's what Don Staley does. And we're starting off the season in Paris playing Notre Dame. Um ranked team. So um w- w- real quick before we get into the week by week here, Bryce, how many ranked teams? I'm gonna break this down because there's an interesting development here. In the out-of-conference schedule, how many ranked teams do you think we're playing? At non-con, 13 games we play against non-con. I'm going to guess five. You're correct. Can you name them? Okay, UConn, which is always in February or late January. 
Um, Maryland. Yes. Notre Dame. Yep. I can't think of the other two. Leaving off a couple biggies, Utah and North Carolina. Okay, which people teams that we don't play every year. So that's right. But see, but see, Utah was really good. Utah was a top five team last year. And so what Dawn does is she's she I think she, she just calls, she drops Stanford and brings on Utah. Yeah, that's basically what she did. I, I I don't think Stanford wanted to play us, and so she called up Utah. It was like, hey, let's let's go. And here we go. All right. Um, SEC. I ooh, I do not know. I know LSU's ranked, and I, we play them once. Obviously, yep. So I'm going to guess that we play uh, 16 conference games for the ladies. Okay. So my guess would be we're going to play five ranked teams. That's right. Wow. I didn't even look at the schedule. Boom. Yeah, that's, that, that's right. Bryce – uh, you looked at the schedule. You didn't look at the AP poll. I did not so, look at the rankings uh, on the because they hadn't come out when I looked at it. So, so, so I don't know if y'all remember, but, but, uh, but last year there was a team that was that, that was never ranked, but was scary the whole season. Okay, and they're gonna have a good season this year. Uh, they made a little run in the NCAA tournament. You remember Ole Miss? Ole Miss, scary good. Scary good. They're the just the overtime that, in the regular season too. They're the only team that that, uh, that came close to beating us in the uh, in the conference in the conference schedule. They took us to overtime. The closest, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, and uh, so so I think old I think Coach O at Ole Miss is going to be really really good. Uh, Tennessee Tennessee we played twice. Tennessee came on strong last year too. And um, so that's Tennessee twice. LSU. Ole Miss. And then Mississippi State snuck in at 25. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, LSU's one, Tennessee's 11, uh, Ole Miss is 12, and Mississippi State is 25. What's wonderful about this is that last year it was LSU and South Carolina were the only two SEC teams that were ranked for for, for a large portion of the season. I think Tennessee Tennessee bombed out, yeah. uh, Tennessee started there, fell out. Kind of got hot again and met us in the SEC tournament final. Came, came back in, but uh, but yeah, but so UConn's two, Utah's five, Notre Dame is ten, Maryland's fourteen, North Carolina sixteen, LSU's one, Tennessee's eleven, Ole Miss is twelve, Mississippi State is twenty five. Plus, depending on how they start, uh, Duke got is is we, we also we also played. I think at Duke, and uh, they got um, they they got like the second or third most votes outside. So by the time we play them, it easily could be another ranked out of conference team. This won't happen. But even if let's say worst case scenario that somehow we lost all ten ranked games, we're still going to make the NCAA tournament, and that's worst case scenario in my eyes. We're not, we're not losing not all ten ranked. We're not we're not losing all ten ranked games. I'm just saying worst case scenario, crap hitting the fan. So, yeah. but I think so anyway, it. Let's go through this. Let's go through the schedule and let's, let's get into it. Some predictions in in Dawn Staley fashion, man. She opens up strong. Paris against Notre Dame. What a game! It's going to be great. It is at it is at one o'clock Monday, Eastern? November sixth. Eastern, one o'clock Eastern. 
Okay. One o'clock Eastern. It's going to be a night game. Monday, November 6th. Bryce, are we doing a pod by 315 Monday, November 6th? Bell, the bell rings at 315. I could probably be on the pod by 330. Ooh, ooh. This team, I haven't done a deep dive on North Carolina, North Carolina, Notre Dame, but I'm assuming they got good players. They're number 10. Number 10. Um, I'm going to pick us to lose that one. You think we're losing? The we're winning. We're winning, baby. That's my prediction. I think it's, we're, it's, we're winning. We're going to be competitive and close. I think we lose a close one. Don't hate me, Carolina fans. Just my thought, my gut. We're, we're winning this one. Um, if we right. do win, that's going to shock everyone to say South Carolina is good again. Is it? I mean, we're number six. Is that going to shock the world when number six? Beats I think there's ten? some. I think there's some thoughts out there that we're just ranked high because of. Um, but the world, but the world thinks that we're six and that they're ten. I don't think that's necessarily shocking the world. But I think the next game against number fourteen let's, Maryland. Let's, let's, let's pause for one second, though. Hang on. How cool is this, though, that we're playing in Paris? I think it's really cool. And it's something completely different that I never would have thought would have happened. Um, I will do my very best to watch this. I, the, 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 I don't know if any if anybody from the school's listening, but it's possible this game's on the smart board during fourth block. I work from it's home possible. days, and I will be watching it. It's possible. It's possible we're up and we're up on the smart board during fourth block. All right, second game, home game against Maryland. I think we blow them out. Oh yeah, and in, in, in our colonial life, oh yeah, it's gonna be hot. Blow them out. Blow them, yeah, yeah. I think we kill them. We we've had Maryland's number, and they um, haven't been close. Those games. Yeah, it's a new new team. Yeah. And then we have the rivalry game against Clemson, and I think we've beaten them like 14 years in a row. It's something stupid. Bring on number 15, baby. Okay. <laughs> then we play a little foe that always plays us a little tough. Yeah, so so they're not ranked this year, but uh, but but South Dakota State. Every t- every women's basketball team in, in South or North Dakota is good. That's that's what I've determined over the last five years. So that will be an interesting game. But I think we'll win it. I think we got that one too. Mississippi Valley State. Uh, uh, unless Jerry Rice has a sister who went to Mississippi. Even if he Valley, does, we're winning. Mississippi Valley State, I think we win that one. <laughs> Price. Jerry Rice's sister is going to be 50, man. And I guess Jerry that Rice has a did, daughter. Didn't Mississippi Valley State, isn't that where Jerry went? I thought he went to East Tennessee State or something. Is that is that Terrell Owens? I gotta look this up. It's gonna bother me. Mississippi Valley State is that is that Jerry Rice? If I guess that right out of the blue, folks, we are a basketball pod for a reason. Just just putting that. He out went there. to Mississippi Valley. Look at you! Look at you! Your boy Mike would be happy. He would be. Shout He'd be out proud of you. Yeah. All right. So is he? If he has a granddaughter that's playing. We'll see what happens. Daughter, da- da- yeah, daughter, granddaughter, probably. I, He's 61. I think, I, I, I think we win anyway. I, okay. I think trying to figure out how Jerry Rice's relative is playing in this game is moot here. We're going to win anyway. But then we have the ACC, SEC Challenge at North Carolina. 
so so number danger 16 game. Danger, danger game. game number 16 on the road number 16 on the road I don't know I think that's a toss up I think we could lose it but I can see us winning but I'm going to I'm going to pick a loss there We could I I I think it's I think it's fair I think it's like 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 the Notre the 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 Notre Dame in Paris and uh and and North Carolina at North Carolina, it's a possibility. Yeah. And so the, the other thing is that the is that uh yeah, and so North Carolina on the road, yeah, that's that's trouble. And then and then the, we're then in the Jimmy V classic. I'm assuming they stay up in North Carolina and beat the crap out of Duke at Cameron. Uh, they probably come home and then go back, I don't know, Thursday to Sunday. Maybe, maybe they stay up there. I think they beat Duke, no problem. Yeah. Yeah, I I I think they can beat North Carolina too. All right. And then we play Morgan State, and I think that's gonna be a blowout. We're gonna score a hundy. Yeah. And then we play basketball Hall of Fame women's showcase in a neutral site. This is in Connecticut. In Connecticut, we play Utah. That's this gonna be a weird. tough game. Gonna be a tough game. I'm gonna pick. Yeah, the that's gonna be set. tough. I'm gonna that's pick gonna it tough. up. I, 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 so, so, so this is. Uh, they could lose this one. All right. So, so uh, Presbyterian Bowling Green at East Carolina. Then All blowouts, out. and we could score a hundred and yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the the out of conference here. We got one. Oh, we got. Two. Hold on, we got. Let's talk about. I know it's later in the year. UConn. Do we have them at home? UConn. We have, we have is, Connecticut at home this year, so okay. I'm gonna pick a win and shock the world. And that. Okay. Way. All right. So 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 here's here's basically what we got. Okay. We've got we've got. 13 out of conference games. Right. Right. Um eight of them, seven of them should be no problem. Correct. Right. right. Duke. I I think that we can handle Duke. Uh, I think we'll be three. happy with 10 and 3 or greater. I, I'll be disappointed if they're I'll be fine if they're 10 and 3. If You're not if getting they, scared if we're 10 and 3. If they go 10 and 3, that's fine. I'll be I, it's possible that I've just been been used to. It's been spoiled a little bit. I'm trying to be real on the pod. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so here's here's basically okay. When's the last time we've lost at home? Oh, I think it's I think it's the NC State game during COVID. It it, it wasn't in the last two years. It was the NC State game COVID year. I was there. They had that big six foot six girl that beat us that day. I was like the first game of the season, wasn't it? First or second home game? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was. It was. It, it was early on. They were ranked number five. Yeah, and the crowd right. was so half empty because of COVID, and they wouldn't let you in. So, so, so since COVID, we have not lost in Colonial Life Arena. Correct, and we need to find that stat. When's uh, how many games in a row? That's yeah. uh, that's my understanding. That's a lot of games. So, uh, so. I don't see us losing at home. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, UConn's going to be good. We'll see. It's later in the year, and we'll know what this team is by then. Yeah. 
UConn, UConn's going to be good. All right, but, so, but so I, I'm going to pick us to go eleven and two. I think, as I mentioned, eleven and two. So, so, so that means you've got us beating UConn and Maryland at home, and that means you've got us going one and two. Notre Dame and Paris at North Carolina and neutral against Utah somewhere in Connecticut against Utah. Right. And I, I think if we go at 11 and two, we're not screaming. We're in a good mood. I mean, if, if we're 11 and two, we've beat, we, we've gone three and two against ranked opponents. Maybe, maybe four and two. That's top 10 still. It's top 10. Yeah. That's, that's nothing to, yeah. I, I, I feel good about that. I think, I think 11 and two. Anything better than that? Is and a good number. We need to build Donna statue. Oh, she goes, if she goes like, if she goes 12 and one, oh man, I, I'll tell you what, man, I want this UConn game. It's, it's, uh, let, let's go ahead. We're, we're ahead of ourselves. All right. Let's talk it. SEC schedule. Anyhow, she plays it late in the season. So let's round out the out of conference here. Yep. Sunday, February 11th in Columbia at home. Dude, it is going to be, be a sellout. It'll be a sellout. Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. They they're gonna be number one, like, yeah. It's just, yeah. All right. So SEC games. SEC. So we we start out the SEC against Florida. We're gonna Michigan. blow out. I think I'm. I think it's fair to say we're gonna win every non-ranked game. No questions asked. That's what I'm saying right now. I, I will – so there's one game on there that I'm going to tell you to hold the phone on. Okay. At Missouri. Ooh, that's kind of our rival, our hated and, rival. We, we, when's the last time we've won at Missouri? It's been three years. It's been – we it, we have it, – it's been before like, – like we haven't lost at home for less of a period of time. Like then oh, when they beat us at the buzzer two years ago, that was yeah. just shocking yeah. with their team that had that yeah. year. So 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 I will I will agree with you here. I will agree with you here. We start out in Florida. I think that's fine. Um, I think Mississippi right, State because it's at home. I think we win it. Also, they're only twenty five, right? And like, they don't have like, the star players like they had in the past. No, no, no. At Missouri will be the tall. It'll be a tough game, but I think we can win it. Um. Kentucky, is Kentucky ranked? They are not. Did I leave a team out? Hang on. I don't see them ranked in the AP. You don't see them in the AP? Well, that's what I'm going off of. Yeah. Um, I wonder if they got any votes. Hang on. Let me me look right here. No, not even receiving votes. They They did beat us in the SEC tournament two years ago, but that was a long time ago. Yep. Not, not as long as the last time we beat Missouri. And they don't have a number one pick on their team either. Yeah. All right. At Texas so, A&M, A&M ain't good anymore compared to the, the past, but they do have that Georgia coach that has them up and coming, but I think we win that one. Texas A&M received some votes in the AP poll. Texas A&M could be ranked by the time we play them. I think we're going to win there. Thursday night, oh. January 25th. At LSU, LSU, eight o'clock ESPN prime time. Rice, and, and can we say revenge when we beat them last year? But they won the national. Oh, 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 revenge! 
revenge. You'll say revenge a lot after you beat them. Yeah. Bryce, Bryce, we might be game watching this one. Maybe live tweeting it. But we'll, we're always live tweeting. That's true. But, uh, or actually, is it live Xing? What's what's the. I don't know. That's good. Live Xing. We need to look that up. Are we Xing? We're scoring a lot of points and we're putting it on an app formerly known as Twitter. That's right. That's right. Uh, live, formerly known as tweeting. LSU, that's going to be the show me game outside of UConn. It's going to be, they got the transfers. They got Van With and was it Morrow, the DePaul transfer yeah. and Van With from um, Louisville. They got the number one, number two transfers. They have, and don't they have the center coming back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the girl, girl from, from Maryland, Maryland, now from um, Reese, Angel Reese. So they're going to have this dominant team. And they're preseason number one. They're preseason number one. So here here we go. Okay. All right. We'd have beaten them in the national title. Oh, I know we would have beaten them. I was We'd have beaten them in the national title. It's really, really funny how eerily similar it, uh, how eerily similar the final four and national title this year was to the final four national title in 2017. I'm men? sure, I'm sure that if we ever end up in a bar with Connecticut fans, they will tell us how they would have beaten us in 2017. You know, when 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 we beat Mississippi State. I thought because you were going to compare that to the men's final four too. We no, 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 because, because it's completely different. Because it's completely different. Because there were because there were because there was the UConn was the number one team, the way that South Carolina was the number one team, and this team that couldn't, that was really, really good, but couldn't beat them, ended up not having to play them for the national title. Ended up winning, you know, like like the national title. And I mean, that's not like I hold nothing against Asia Wilson's team here. Also, you know, go Aces, by the way, like that's sidebar right. here, um, but hold nothing against their team. But um, because they could have beaten Connecticut, I I totally believe that team could have beaten Connecticut and won the national title, just like LSU might have beaten us. But but just I don't know. I'm I'm not over it. I'm not. I'm it will not... be the, it will be the biggest game of the year for the women, and I hope they shock the world. But who knows? I I, I can't even make a pick. We might have to. We might have to do a game watch somewhere. Little little home team barbecue or something. Ooh, love that. You know. Some dry rub wings. Love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think we might have to do. Um, you, you know, we might have to get 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 Glenn out there to meet the fans. Yeah, you, you, you know, like like. Because um, you gotta love modern exterminating. He can bring some cards and he can sell some pest control. A guy can sell. That's right. Control. That's right. I uh, shout out I, to modern I, I exterminating, I, the key sponsor of the GBO podcast. Yes. All right, so we'll see what happens in the LSU game. That's the big game. But then we play Vandy at home. I think we beat them. We win at Auburn. That Ole Miss game we play at home, that's going to be a tricky one like we mentioned. I, I feel if, if we were if we were back in if we were back in Oxford, I would be a I would I would not I got that right, right? Oxford. Yep. Yeah. If we were back in Oxford, I always mix up Oxford and Starkville. But sure. uh, but if we were back in Oxford, I I I would feel badly about this game. Them at home, I feel good. Um, we got Mizzou at home. Feel good about that one. 
Not because it's at home. Yeah. You know, at Mizzou, at Mizzou makes me nervous, but Mizzou at home, I feel fine. At, um, and then we already talked about Connecticut, but then we have at Tennessee. I think that's going to be a challenge. That's that, that, that could sneak up on us. That could sneak up on us. Um, and then we close out. And, and so, so, so basically, home, Georgia at home, Alabama at home. I think those are going to be we, no problems. We go, we go at Tennessee, and then we go Georgia, Alabama, at Kentucky, at Arkansas. I feel good about all of those. Then home against Tennessee. So basically, we played Tennessee twice in five games, and that will be I'm a big game end of the year. So yeah. out of sixteen conference games, what do you think you see the record there? I, I'll tell you what. I, I think we go. I'm going to say fourteen and two. I, I think that's so. So basically, all right. So if we win, there's three games on this schedule. That so, so I, I think we win. I, I think it's very possible we go. We split with Tennessee. All right. I think it's very possible we split with Tennessee, and we could drop the LSU game, which which is two losses. Um, I also think we. I also think this team. I think this team will drop a game they're not supposed to, like at Missouri. And so I think 14 and two is a good number there. You know, like I think 14 and two is a fair number. And that would put uh, us in think, my prediction 25 and four for the regular season. 25 and four. That's a good season, man. That's a top, that's a top five team right there. Yeah. 25 and four, maybe 25 and five. I think and then maybe me- I, I think I think. I think I think twenty five and four is where to put where we want this team to come in, and then that you got three games if you're you'll you'll get a buy in SC tournament. I think you get three games and you probably meet LSU in the final in the SEC tournament, and then anything can happen. You can't really predict postseason basketball, but I would say this: Can we say to some of the women? Do we expect them in the final four at the end of the year? The expectation of Don Staley's program. It's gonna depend. It's gonna depend. Okay. So, so um, so so first of all, there are three teams in women's basketball this year. The, 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 there's 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 a top tier, and the top tier is LSU, UConn, and Iowa. Okay, all right. And um, and I think all three of those teams will be in the final four unless the selection committee puts them in the same bracket. I do not think they want to do that. What I want, what, what I want the Gamecocks to do is solidify themselves as the fourth number one seed. I can live with that. That's that's what I think. That's what I think that the goal for this season should be. And there if you have all those unclear, wins against ranked teams, it shouldn't be a problem. There is an unclear number four. Okay. It right. is it is very clear at the start of this season that one, two, and three are LSU, UConn, and Iowa. And and they all like like if you name the best players in women's basketball, they all play for LSU, UConn, and Iowa. Caitlin Clark, Paige Beckers. Morrow, Reese, and Haley Van Lith. Like, like they all like like those are potentially the five best players in college basketball, not named Camilla Cardosa. And um and and so and so what what I think the what, what I think the goal of this of this Gamecock team should be is to be a strong number four to get into that tier. So basically have Camilla Cardosa be like 
hold up. I'm as good as Becker's. I'm as good as Becker's and Morrow. And, um, and basically, and, and, and be the fourth number one seed and go to the final four and play one of those three. Well, I think our expectations should be to get there, but it wouldn't surprise us. I think I'm saying, speaking for you, that if we made the lead eight and somehow lost, it would still be a successful year. It, it, yes, that it, it would depend on who we played. If we right. made the elite eight and played LSU, UConn, if, if LSU, UConn, and Iowa end up being a, in the in the top tier and better than and 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 we're in the tier below them, that's a successful season from the rebuilding that had to happen. And um, and if we in, if we lose to UConn in the elite eight because they're better than us, I'm fine with that. Um, can I tell you my dream for the season, Bryce? What's that? My dream. What's that? I don't care how the season goes. I want to play Iowa in the Elite Eight, and I want to send Caitlin Clark packing. I love that. That's actually. I don't care when we play them. I don't. I don't care when. I just want to beat Iowa. I want to send. I want to. I want to end Caitlin Clark's college career. That's what I want to do. I want her last game to be crying, and I want Raven Johnson to wave at her as she's walking off the court. That I, I want her to wave true by. payback. I, I, I want I want Raven Johnson to be waving at her as she's walking off the court. That's what I want. I want the whole team to be doing it. Well, that's how we're going to end the pod on the women's season preview. We've hit an hour. We've talked everything you can think of about women's basketball. Tune in. To, uh, tune in. We'll, we'll. I think we're going to be doing the men's preview. What next week Monday? Today? Yeah, week yeah. from today, the thirtieth. Week from the day, we might even have friend of the pod, our our pal Chicken Hoops, uh, join us. J- join us for that and talk okay. about the second season of Lamont Paris with a lot a brand new team there as well. And uh, and I mean, women's season starts in two weeks, y'all. Two weeks. Buckle up. Buckle up. It's, and then we have the men's exhibition, I think, coming up on the first. If if you if you had if you don't like if you haven't liked the brand of basketball that Don Staley's been playing, you're gonna get something new and just be ready. The ball it, the ball's gonna be flying. They're they're gonna let it fly, baby. All right. Thanks for joining us this week on the women's season preview pod of the GBO pod. We'll see you next week. Go Cox. GBO out.